Hello, I would like to welcome you to episode two of the Follow the Leader audio podcast. Once again, I am Greg Barron. How are you doing? How are you feeling today? What are you thinking about today? Are you inspired today? You should be. Uh, it, I, I believe that it is a miracle just to be alive. And that miracle is worth following up on by seeking inspiration for how you are going to live and what you are going to do to make this life a successful one. So let's look at inspiration. Where does Greg Barron take his inspiration from? I take inspiration from my faith. I'm a Christian. I'm not shy about that. It took me a long time to get to the point where I was saved and I'm there. And I try to live that out in the way I pay things forward to other people. And this podcast is part of that. But when you look at sources of inspiration, everybody doesn't have the same advantages. Some people have advantages here in one part of life, family, education, money. Some people have disadvantages in those areas. But no matter who you are or what your situation or your demographic or your background is or what your issues are or what you think your limitations might be, there are sources of inspiration that can elevate you to pursuing your dreams. My, one of my earliest sources of inspiration was my family, my father, my mother, and my brother. They all, in their own individual and unique ways, contributed to me, the baby boy. I would look at them, see what they did, And I wanted to emulate those things. There were things I admired about those things. These people that I loved so much. And so we'll start with dad. One thing about dad. Dad, he grew up poor. And he got a high school education. And then he went into the military. And when he went into the military, that changed his life. Once he got out of basic training he was able to purchase a house for his mother. And she lived in that house until she passed away. And I can only imagine what that must have felt like for him, that level of achievement. And so he was inspired by his love for his mother. And he let that shine out of him into his love for all of the important women in his life, his mother, his wife, his sisters, his his mother-in-law. And so he was an inspiration for me in that way, personally. But when it came to success, I saw that my father, he had books from the local tech school on... First of all, let me back up a little bit. My father was a very handy person. He could fix things. He could build things. He could do anything. He was great at that. He could work on cars. That's He was basically a mechanic working as a technical sergeant in the Air Force. And he could fix anything, build anything. 
And so he was learning how to do it in a more professional way. He had books on masonry, books on house wiring, um, books on carpentry. And I could tell, looking at all the books he had, that he was going to be like a one-man, one-stop shop for all of these things that a community, a county, or a city might need. And looking at those books, long after he passed away, looking at his collection of books, it made an impression on me. I said, look at that. Look at the goals he had. And, and lung cancer didn't let him live to fulfill those goals. But in my own way, his, his plans, his abbreviated plans, inspired me to continue. And so there are things that I do now because I believe my father would have approved of those things. And so it's a salute to my father, my commander in chief. So that is one source of inspiration that I was blessed to have. Now we come to my mother. My mother was a teacher. She taught elementary school. She taught me when I was in the fifth grade. So I was able to see firsthand the effect that she had on people, her love for her students, her desire to communicate them, a sense of identity. She taught social studies, which basically was black history to us at this black elementary school. And she made us understand that there was a world full of opportunity for us if we would pursue it. She taught us about Benjamin Banneker, George Washington Carver, Martin Luther King, Medgar Evers, so many figures from black history. I mean, I, of course, I don't have time to give you a black history class here, but it's there on the internet if you have the will to pursue it and the interest. and. She made us understand that we had, the, we had it within us if we were willing to be inspired by the examples that she brought to us. She, she, she wanted us to be sure that we had a sense of it. We had no excuse. We couldn't say, well, I didn't know. Nobody told me. Nobody explained to me that this was possible. But she made us understand a sense of history where we came from, what the black experience in America meant. And it was something we should be proud of, something that should help us stand up and be individuals and pursue our dreams. And so mom was seeing my mother do this. It was a tremendous source of inspiration to me. And not just my mother, but the other teachers in the family, my aunts, my grand aunts, and so on. And... My grand, my uncles, it, it was something powerful for me to see the two pivotal figures in my life, my mother and my father, um, inspire me in this way. And then there was my brother. My brother was just, he's the most intelligent person I've ever known in my life. But he was also, in many ways, the most compassionate person that I knew in my life. He took it upon himself to be to take up the cause of different individuals once he was an adult and be an activist in helping them with whatever issue or problem 
or oppression they were suffering. My brother was a pay-it-forward person in human form, and that had a tremendous effect on me as an adult in my adult life. For so long in my adult life, I was just concerned with myself, my career, and just trying to get money and just get ahead. I had to fight really hard to advance myself in the career that I was in and make people take me seriously. And um, and so I concentrated on that. Don't mind Siri in the background. Siri thinks I'm talking to her. And so, but I'm not. Okay, Siri. And... Uh, all right. You got to love Siri. But um threw me off there for a second. But 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 after talking about those three people, I had I I was inspired. I've lived an inspired adult life because of the building blocks those people put in place. But even if you don't have those sources of, of inspiration, there's, it's a world full of inspiration if you have the heart to look, if you have the creativity, if you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur, you will find sources of inspiration. Good Lord, you'll make it, you, you'll make your own inspiration. If there's, there's a saying from ancient Western civilization that even if you have to mint your own coin, you can still pass it. So even if you don't have any money, you can make your own. And you can you can still pass it in the kingdom. Now, I'm not telling you to go out there and try to make counterfeit money. Please don't, don't misread what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, even if you don't own your... Even if you can't get promoted in the company you work at, hey, leave them and start your own company and be the CEO, be the boss, if that's what you want, if that's the goal you have set for yourself. If you know that you could deliver a product better, faster, cheaper, more efficiently, whatever, than your competition, you make that idea come true. Make it real if you're willing to work and if you can be inspired to do these things. One one other source of inspiration that I had is the love of reading that my family instilled in me. I was surrounded by books from the time that I was a little kid. And I saw how much my family members loved to read. And so this was impressed on me also. Reading was a good thing. It was an interesting thing. And so I would hear them talk about books, magazines. And so I said, okay, I want to be a part of that too. So uh, just another blessing that I can't take credit for, being brought up in this good family. And so I, I really want to impress upon you what, a, what family members mean in terms of inspiration just because we're human beings. And that's how human beings are socialized. But the inspiration doesn't end there. I remember years ago, decades ago, a magazine that I really love to read and still like to read to this day, Black Enterprise. I remember reading a line from a successful entrepreneur that they were focusing on in an article. He said his dream was never to have a job. He wanted to give jobs to other people. 
I was like, oh, okay, I like that. I like that idea. It sparked something in me. I said, okay, I'm going to remember that one day, somehow, in some way, I'm going to contribute to the, the, to the success of others in whatever way I can. Okay, so what I do now, I do not hire people directly, but I am willing to help people change careers, enhance their careers, figure out what they want to do, start a business, manage that business, grow that business. So I'm not giving jobs, but what I am sharing is even more powerful than that. Information. We all know that information is power, real power. If you don't believe it, look how hard people fight to keep information private or to steal it from other people. That alone should show you the value of information. And so my goal, I want, I, I will share with you, I'm not going to let you pay for something that I can give you for free. Why should you have to pay $500 to learn how to start a business when you can come talk to Mr. Barron and Mr. Barron will help you. Mr. Barron will help you figure out, help you find the free information online from SBA.gov. That's right, right from your government that will help you start a business. Uh, the Small Business Administration is one of the greatest things for entrepreneurs in America ever or in, on the face of the earth. And you should take advantage of that. Um, Lord knows, ever since I went to college, when I first came in contact with the Small Business Administration, I have been, I paid attention to them. I've read, read the articles they published just to learn more about starting a business and what it meant. And so I try to pass along sources of information to potential entrepreneurs and not just about entrepreneurship. Look, if your dream is to just, just to have a job and be entre entrepreneurial in that job, create opportunities for yourself within that job, within that workspace, then I'll, I'm willing to help you with that. I want to help you with that. And if you just want to start a side hustle to help you with the job that you have, there's never been a better time to do that. There's so much, just go Google, just Google, I need a side hustle and see what comes back or Google side hustle and see how much information there is out there. Any question you have about changing your life, seeking success, the inspiration is out there if you're just willing to search. Just throw the keywords in and do it. It's, it's, like I said, there's never been a better time because of the technology. And so, speaking about inspiration, other sources like magazines, uh, TV shows, internet shows, uh, like what I'm doing now, and I will get into more specific sources of information later. Right now, I want you to warm up to the idea that it can be done by you. I want you to get that in your head. I want you to hold on to it. I want you to drink it down, man. I want you to, I can do this. Yes, I can. 
Lord, that barren man, he can't see. He ain't got no legs. He got a business. Why can't I have one? See, th there you go right there. Why not? When you start thinking, why not? Why not me? Then you're on the road to doing that thing, man. So I've told you about the blessings of my family and how they inspired me to seek information at a young age. And once you do that, you have to be willing to discuss what you think and what you've heard with people that you trust to share your common interest, whatever that common interest might be. Whatever you want to become, somebody's done it before you. Somebody's done it well. And somebody wants to talk about it. Somebody out there wants to be, drum roll please, a mentor. There's somebody out there, believe it or not, to use my grandfather's word, that gives a drat about you. Yes, it could be a coworker, it could be an employer, a former employer, a teacher, it could be just a friend, one of your running partners. But there's somebody out there that shares the common interest, even if they don't know everything about it, they may have an interest in pursuing it. And so when once you have a co-conspirator, once you have a, somebody to get into that with you, that can be inspiring. Now, this person does not have to be a love interest, but I'm here to tell you that if it is, oh boy, like Andy Griffith said, it can make it even better. And I wouldn't talk about things that I don't know. I, my mentor... Uh, who happens to be my significant other. She has been a wildfire of inspiration in my life. And she is another blessing. I'm so blessed that someone cares about me, cares enough about me to talk to me about what the possibilities are. Now, she's a life coach and... But she's a life coach to successful women. So she must really care about me if she took a few minutes to talk to some man about how he could be inspired. And so I I I'm I feel I feel real special because of that, I want you to know. And um I I but again, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a love interest that's coaching you. It could just be a good friend. And once you have someone to talk to, once you have someone to bounce ideas off of, and someone who can look at your the idea that you think is great and maybe help you understand, well, you know, you should do that a little bit different or you should think about it this way because this has been done a hundred times before. And once you realize there are things you have to learn, then you're ready to accept guidance from someone who knows a little bit more than you. And this, this is important because being an entrepreneur in particular is all about learning. You're trying to figure out how to start a business out of thin air. And that means that you have to learn what the rules are. You must learn the rules before you can bend them or even break them. You can't just walk around say, walk around, well, I'm going to do it like this. Because this is how I feel. No, you cannot run a business off of feelings. You have to run a business off of what you know. 
You must use your intellect and your and sources of knowledge, not just what you know in your head, but sources of knowledge that are beyond you. You must access these in order to make a money-making engine go. Because remember now, you if you're in business, you're trying to make money. You're not doing this. I mean, now look, if you just want a hobby, that's one thing. But if you want to get out there and make money, you have to be competitive, which means you have to be efficient and you have to be knowledgeable. And so back to inspiration. Once you are inspired by a certain type of business and you'll know, then you should give it a try. You should try to get into it. That's the only way you're going to find out if your little fire of inspiration is going to get put out or if it is going to continue to burn. You got to put your hands on it. You might say, I want to admit, I, I think that chopping wood is the best business for me. I'm good at chopping wood. I'm an expert wood, wood cutter. But until you get out there and cut wood for 40 hours a week, you, not, you don't really know if you want to do that for a business or not. Just like being an editor. Some people think they want to be an editor, but after they sit there pouring over other people's writing for 40 hours a week, they're like, oh my God, I'm not doing this for another minute. So whatever it is, you need to jump in, get your feet wet, so to speak, and then you'll know, you'll know. If if it really is for you, you'll do it. You, you'll do it even if the money isn't coming in, which is an important point. You have to be able to keep it going until the engine is revved up and there's something there that you can drive towards success. Now, only you can define what success means to you. That's another thing that inspires people, the idea of being successful. But you have to move past the idea to what is the reality of operating the business. And if you can deal with that reality, then you can push it toward success. So I've rambled on here for a few minutes about inspiration and what it means to me and how important I think it is to motivation. As motivation is not just an idea. Motivation is something sustainable, something that's going to continue. And so your inspiration has got to be meaningful. It's got to come from a meaningful place. Now, I've told you about where my inspiration comes from. But we want to be sure that you know that there are sources of inspiration out there for you. Look, you may not be inspired by me. You might say, well, that Baron man, he think he know everything. I'm tired of listening to him. And you, you don't have to listen to me. When, when I say follow the leader, it means that you have to figure out what, what source of leadership there is within you. Who do you react to? You may react to listening to Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. You may react to Dan Rather. You may react to listening to President-elect Biden. Who knows? But find your spark and allow yourself to grow into leadership. Allow yourself to start thinking, yes, I will. Yes, I can. And then once you try it, you'll grow even more because you're saying, yes, I have done this. I've accomplished this. 
And you don't know how much juice you can get out of an orange. So you get your hands on that bad boy and you crush it. And so that think about it that way. And then you look you be like, ooh, look at all that juice in that glass. So it's it's on you to give it a try now. You it, if it means something to you, you'll get into it and you'll hold on to it. That's an easy way to figure out what you want to do, what you're inspired to do. What 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 do you spend your time doing for nothing? If there's no when there's no one else around, what do you spend your time thinking about? All right now, we don't want to know about everything now. We we don't confess everything. This is not a confessional. We're talking about things that relate to work and success. So, but related to work and success, what do you spend your time thinking about? What inspires you? What what does success look like to you, the individual? Is it corporate? Do you see yourself sitting in a big corner office? Is it academic? Do you see yourself teaching a class, whether online or in person? Uh, Is it athletic? Do you see yourself coaching young people? Do do you see yourself competing against other people, no matter what the age? What does it look like to you? And then follow that. Allow that to get your motor running, so to speak. And then take the time to research it. See what's possible. You might be thinking right now, well, there's no way I can get into that. No, but people are doing it every day. So get your Google search going. Like they say, Google is your friend. And use Google. Just put in the keywords. You put in there. Look, maybe you're, right now, <laughs> your desire to be a boss is very abstract. You may just want to put in there, I want to be the head boss dog. Head boss dog. How do I become the head boss dog? So put that in there. See what comes back. I can't, look, I've never done a search on that. So I can't guarantee what kind of response you're going to get. But start there. Even if it's just something that makes you laugh, it might jog your inspiration and thus your creativity and push your search in another more profitable direction. So sit down, devote some time to doing a Google search for the things that inspire you, even if they're things that make you laugh. And your creativity sometimes is your best guide in helping you figure yourself out and figure out the inspiration that you need to push yourself towards success. And so success, it's something that it's out there for everybody. And so I want you to be inspired by that thought. And this has been episode two of the Follow the Leader audio podcast. Once again and always, I am Greg Barron, and I'll be back. I'm not gone yet. I'm, I'm looking for the stop button. You know, this is my trademark now, blind man that I am.